Flexible has always been on this mission to solve the age-old question of what do you do when childcare falls through, right? Invariably, mom always raises her hand to say, I'll just do it, regardless of whether the nanny calls off because they're sick, or if school has closed either for an in-service day or because there's a water main break, or now that we're in a global pandemic, when your support system isn't available. And because mom always raises her hand, this is why just with the pandemic alone, we've seen millions of women leave the workforce in the last several months. And in fact, just in September alone, we saw 900,000 women leave the workforce. And when I started Flexible back in 2016, this was before COVID, it was still an issue then. actually saw a stat come out through one of our um, partner companies called Clio that said that on average, um, parents are losing three hours of productivity time per day due to childcare breakdowns, which is like nearly half the day. So our thesis is, if we could even give one of those hours back or possibly two, how much more productive can a working parent be? And we're starting to see that the answer to that is a lot more productive. So that, that's, that's really heartening. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. This is your host, Blessing Adeshion, founder and CEO of Mother Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Hello, thank you so much for joining me on the Mother Honestly podcast. I am your host for today's episode, Kristen Hall, the COO of Mother Honestly, and I'm so excited to have Priyamin, the CEO and co-founder of Flexible, which is a childcare app that creates pop-up childcare arrangements for events, organizations, and companies. Priya, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. How are you today? Good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Great. Would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself, you know, your career. You have a very interesting career where you started out in biotech as well as your MBA in marketing, but share for our listeners a little bit about your background as well as what brought you to kind of kick off Flexible. Absolutely. And again, Kristen, thanks so much for having me on the Mother Honestly podcast. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I had kind of a windy um, sort of trajectory in my professional career where I started in biotech and undergrad and worked as a consultant for a few years, but then ended up going to get my MBA because I really loved um, the marketing side of the business that I didn't really have a lot of experience with prior, um, which then led me to um, work in companies like IBM. And then I worked for Nestle for a bit as a brand manager. And while I was at Nestle, it was definitely an incredible opportunity, an incredible career. I loved what I was doing. I was um, actually working with Nestle Purina. So I got to bring my dog to work every day, which was fun. But once I had my first child, everything sort of flipped and I wasn't really able or wanting to work 40, 50, 60 hours a week and travel all the time. And I actually wasn't even able to go to after hours, you know, happy hours or networking events. And so it took a toll on my um, professional and personal life. I felt like I didn't have enough time with my child either. So after about two years of 
just trying to figure out the right balance from a personal and professional standpoint, I ended up actually leaving my career um, at, at, at Nestle and, and overall to become a stay-at-home mom. And that's what brought us to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is where I am now. And um, after a few years of being a stay-at-home mom and having my second child, I started getting back into the consulting world primarily because I wasn't able to get back into the professional ecosystem because I had a gap on my resume, as I'm sure a lot of listeners of the Mother Honestly podcast have, have seen as well. It's, it's hard to break back in. And so I started my own consulting company, um, just doing marketing consulting with small businesses and realized that my biggest barrier to success was when childcare fell through. So I couldn't go to networking events. I couldn't go to client meetings. I kind of felt like I did back when I was working professionally at Nestle. And so it kind of lit a fire under me to say, you know, why is it so hard for working moms to balance both life and work together when they're just trying to get things done, right? So that's what started um, the journey towards flexible. So. I launched Flexible in 2016 with a co-founder um, who's since left the company. And Flexible has always been on this mission to solve the age-old question of what do you do when childcare falls through, right? Invariably, mom always raises her hand to say, I'll just do it, regardless of whether the nanny calls off because they're sick or if school has closed either for an in-service day or because there's a water main break. Or now that we're in a global pandemic, when your support system isn't available. And because mom always raises her hand, this is why just with the pandemic alone, we've seen millions of women leave the workforce in the last several months. And in fact, just in September alone, we saw 900,000 women leave the workforce. And when I started Flexible back in 2016, this was before COVID, it was still an issue then. This was a $57 billion economic issue because working parents that were struggling with childcare falling through just weren't providing productivity to their organization. And so this was why when Flexible started, we chose to partner with organizations to try and figure out how we can help them support their employees to have access to childcare when and where they needed it. So when we first started, we were providing physical pop-up childcare, similar to what you mentioned at the beginning of the, the podcast, Kristen, where it was pop-up childcare at events, at conferences, at um, offices. But because of COVID, we actually pivoted and now we're providing virtual childcare, which sounds like definitely different than what a lot of people have heard before. But what it allows is for safe um, 30 to 60 minute sessions where children ages three to 10 can safely interact and engage with a vetted, insured, background-checked host on a Zoom call so that mom and dad can get work done. And that's how we're continuing on our mission to help life and work fit together. Now more than ever, women are demanding a quick recovery after surgery. Women are incredibly proactive when it comes to their health and ask their doctors a number of questions prior to surgery. Unfortunately, there's one topic that they often forget to discuss, which can directly impact their recovery experience, non-opioid pain management options. Non-opioid options used before, during, and after surgery can effectively manage pain while minimizing the need for opioids and limiting a patient's downtime after surgery. Planning for surgery? Unlock your X Factor by visiting yourxfactor.com 
forward slash M8 to learn more about non-opioid pain management options and raise your expectations for what is possible after surgery. have um, been able to pivot with your business. I think that's huge. A lot of companies we've seen struggle and it is a big thing. I think I've been home since March of 2020 and I will be home at least until July of 2021. And there have been some days where it's to have that service or that flexibility offered through my corporate side of things or being able to you know, take that pause for a minute. It's that's where we're hearing from a lot of parents where they're really burning out because it's, it's nonstop. We had, you know, something that parents are interrupted 15 times in an hour that's right. um, that to have that small, you know, focus of time that 30 to 60 minutes, it's very attainable both for kids to sit and be occupied as well as for parents to kind of get a couple focus things down. You know, what have you found on the outreach as you've switched from virtual? Is it being well received? Uh, you know, how do you, how has that kind of changed your perspective on where we're at right now in the, in the childcare crisis? Yeah, that's a great question because I think um, what we've seen is organizations are scrambling to figure out how to support their working parents as they continue to stay remote. On top of it, as schools continue to either have a hybrid or remote um, learning um, ecosystem, it's just a lot harder to kind of think about ways to support every parent within an organization. So a lot of companies are looking for backup options and virtual childcare is starting to rise to the top, which is which is really interesting to see. Um, the other thing too um, that's important to note is you know, virtual childcare is a complementary part of the childcare ecosystem. So it's not meant to replace, you know, daycare or drop-in or in-home nannies or even school for that matter. It's meant to purely play a backup role. And the, the reason again is because all of those, um, you know, aforementioned things, they fall through, right? And we've seen that happen multiple times. You know, I have a 10 and a six-year-old now and they both are in elementary school. And since the school started, Kristen, we have flip-flopped between remote and virtual and hybrid and back to remote. And we've seen that across the country where, you know, there's lots of movements um, and kind of nebulousness, if you will, between, um, you know, the, the education ecosystem and with the work ecosystem. And so it's really, really hard to predict what parents want. And that's where backup childcare is super helpful. Um, and again, we play nicely too. We complement all of the other types of childcare out there too. So, you know, organizations ask things like, how is virtual childcare different from, you know, backup childcare that's on site? Well, it's because that can potentially, you know, fall through, or maybe there's, uh, you know, a waiting list or, you know, there's not any room available. And that's where virtual childcare can help. And, and back to your point of, being interrupted 15 times a day. I mean, that happens to me all the time. In fact, right now, my dog's trying to get into this room. My kids are downstairs <laughs> with their pod. I mean, this happens all the time. And I actually saw a stat come out through one of our um, partner companies called Clio that said that on average, um, parents are losing three hours of productivity time per day due to childcare breakdowns, which is like nearly half the day. So our thesis is, if we could even give one of those hours back or possibly two, how much more productive can a working parent be? And we're starting to see that the answer to that is a lot more productive. So that's, that's, that's really heartening. 
you've, you've hit on so many interesting points. The first one I wanted to just kind of touch on is when companies they say, well, how does this differ from on-site childcare what the, or the backup childcare and that, I mean, it's in a pandemic. Think about if for employers that question, I just love it because it's like, if your child's been exposed or yeah. you've been exposed, right. there's no way you could go to a backup environment and you still have to, we're still expecting employees to be, you know, there's been some companies are more flexible and in allowing, you know, the remote or kind of the flexible hours, some are not. And so yeah. to your point then, you've got to find opportunities and ways to solve for this. And yes, we should have a larger ecosystem that supports parents and we're you know i think we're all working towards that as well um but i it is just kind of a, a fascinating model in that um that it and it's rival i think people view things very much as always kind of being in conflict with one another you hit on a great point that these are complementary yeah options and and kristen to your point the other thing too is and i know you've probably experienced this i know i definitely have is when our kids are sick and home from school, you know, sometimes obviously they need rest and, you know, they want to be in bed, but a lot of times they're home and just bouncing off the walls. Mom and dad still have to take time off of work to be home with them, but they still have meetings. They still have work to do. And this is where virtual childcare can be a really great option during cold and flu season. Um, because again, you know, if your child has the sniffles and especially in this climate today, you know, if your child is exhibiting any symptoms that are related to COVID, you're asked to keep them home, even if they're, again, feeling perfectly fine, but they have a low-grade fever or if they've got the sniffles. And it's a great way and a great alternative to turning on another movie or, you know, just letting them play more video games. This is interactive. It's engaging. You know, we do um, content sessions that are you know, academic based. So like, you know, math or reading, but then we also do fun stuff like yoga and acting and movement and magic. You know, we've got a recess class that people can, you know, get up and run around. And especially in cold climates, like we're in, in Pittsburgh, that's really helpful if your kids can't get out for even a half hour to have somebody, you know, go through a workout regimen with them virtually and have them interact and engage not only with that host, but with other kids too. And that's another really important piece too, that, you know, with the, the school climate as it is, you know, for my kids, especially, they get onto a Zoom call with their teacher and, you know, 20 other kids, and then they're immediately muted. So they don't have that interactive time either with their friends or with their teacher. And that's what we're trying to do differently with Flexible's virtual childcare, where when a child logs on, they're not muted. So they're able to interact with the host and they're able to interact with any other kids that are on the, the call with them as well. So there's group classes and there's one-on-one -on -one classes too. So it allows for a lot of different options for parents. Absolutely. And I think that's, we've covered it in a couple other uh, topics that we've had in the last couple of weeks. And I think you hit on it right there. Kids are being muted. This is really impacting them socially, emotionally, physically. You, you know, I'm in Detroit, so I appreciate you with Pittsburgh. I'm terrified <laughs> of the winter yeah. um, of what's coming. And I think that's where, you know, we're seeing it, a lot of the burnout, not only in parents, because they don't know it's nonstop Groundhog's Day of this repetitive everyone's home the interruption with no outlet, but then also for the kids, I mean, this is something that, you know, adults have kind of been able to tough out a little bit, but for our kids, it's really, really hard. So I like that you bring that up. It's such a unique feature that, and it's something I hadn't considered until you said that, and it was kind of that light bulb moment of, wow, it's an opportunity for them to actually be heard. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I think especially that elementary age of like, you know, again, three to 10, what they want more than anything is just validation from an adult. Like I, I my six-year-old will come in here probably three times a day saying, mommy, look at what I drew. I'm like, great, buddy. <laughs> Mommy's got work to do. And that's what we're trying to help answer there too, is, you know, some of these kids really just want somebody to say, you did a great job with that story or those are really great jumping jacks you're doing right now and they're not getting that right now so there's the opportunity to have you know just better screen time and a different kind of screen time for our kids and again the goal is to make sure that the child doesn't walk away from the screen and so it's really interactive it's really engaging so that again mom and dad can sit peacefully and whether it is work that they're doing or back to your earlier point Kristen you know this is a huge mental health toll on parents as well if a parent just needs to take a nap or you know just get dinner on the table or just sit and breathe this is an opportunity for them to get that as well. And so we see it as these reprieve moments for parents that so desperately need it right now, especially as we head into these winter months. Absolutely. It's so vital. It's so needed. And I think even, you know, we, people chuckle or that to your point where they're like, well, they may just need to have a nap or that. No, like this is the stuff where people are really burning out exactly. that we're getting down to core basic needs. Who said business and pleasure can't mix? Check out Lincoln.com. Luxury vehicles designed with you in mind. Thoughtful interiors and insightful technologies that provide an effortless ownership experience. How can our listeners learn more about flexible? You know, how can they sign up for their three to 10 year olds? You know, what, what do you recommend and how can they learn more? Absolutely. So you can go on to our app right now. It's app.flexiblecare.com. That's F-L-E-X-A-B-L-E-C-A-R-E. And you can book either a individual class for your kids, or you can book a group class um, right now. We have a basically a two-hour window. So you can book if it's you know, the middle of the day right now, you can book for the end of the day um, today and any day after today. And um, yeah, you can also, if you're working for an organization that you would like to, uh, you know, just kind of boil this up to, to ask to subsidize either partially or fully the cost of access to this, we have an employee benefit form on our website that you can download and fill out and you can send into your HR manager to ask if they're willing to subsidize this. Now, this is something, again, that lots of organizations around the country have been open and willing to do this for their employees. And right now we cover about 10,000 employees across the country, which is really, really exciting. And on top of it, you know, these are organizations across the board. So these are law firms and, you know, consumer packaged goods firms and tech firms. And there's lots of organizations that are starting to see something like backup virtual childcare as a really important benefit to provide as a part of their overall childcare benefits um, package. I will be absolutely be checking out if this is offered in my corporate world of, um, of life because it's so vital. I think from the backup care that we get, they send you articles and they're like, you know, here's how to balance. And I'm like, I, I don't need an article. <laughs> the last thing I need is to read right now is my toddler is feral, you know, ripping my wallpaper down. Right. Um, 
<laughs> so I think that's a great thing for companies. It's really, you know, we have to change. This is something that Blessing and I have talked about a lot. We have to change the benefits that we offer. And it may look different from working parents to, you know, if you create kind of an a la carte menu that, yes, if I don't have children or I don't have that, I may not need this service. But if I'm a working parent that's really struggling, this would be a vital benefit that I'd rather see than my health club reimbursement or something like that. Right. It's all benefit models anymore. Exactly. And to your point, you know, I think there's companies that are, you know, trying to reallocate some of those benefit dollars from things like free lunches, or, you know, other on-site amenities to something else. And they're trying to find these unique solutions. And so that's where we're trying to partner also with benefits brokers and with other folks who are going out there and saying, hey, there's a lot of new options because of where we are and where we're going too, right? There's sort of this wide swapping um, workforce transformation that's happening where there's a lot more organizations that are focused on, sorry, that's my dog barking, I apologize. There's a lot of organizations that are focused on you know, how can we just support the whole employee across a wide spectrum? Just like you said, some have kids, some don't, but how can we provide more options that help everybody as much as possible? So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been really interesting. I think you asked earlier too, how pivoting to virtual has, a, has you know, impacted our business. And with on-site childcare, we were providing childcare to a lot of organizations here in Pittsburgh because it was, you know, physical and it was a lot easier to manage the quality control on a, in a, um, a local basis. But since we pivoted, we're now a national company and we're um, available across the country. We're working with organizations in over 10 states across the country, which is amazing. And so if anyone's listening out there, again, our website is flexiblecare.com, F-L-E-X-A-B-L-E-C-A-R-E.com. You can get the employee benefits form. Um, you can watch a free class and see what it looks like just to see what the heck virtual childcare is. And you can sign up for virtual childcare as well. Bria, thank you so much. We'll be sure to include the links in the podcast and share it within our network. It's definitely something I think parents are going to really you know, take a look at again, as well as, you know, something I'm going to send off to my employer on my other, you know, we always say that, you know, for me, at least Mother Honestly has been my side hustle a little bit with uh, still my corporate job. So it's something that would, on the corporate side, I'd love to see is that an option you know, that we can make for parents. Uh, so I look forward to reaching out to you about that. But thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I love what you're doing. It's so needed. Um, and it's, you know, as we get into this winter season, it's going to be something that's just absolutely vital for everyone. Well, so thank Chris, you for all the work you're doing. Absolutely. And Kristen, thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about this in your podcast. I love Mother Honestly. I love Blessing. I love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing because I think it's such a lifeline for, for moms right now, especially. But um, yeah, you guys are amazing. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. We appreciate the kind words. And I wish you nothing but the best. Stay safe, stay well, um, and I hope you have a great holiday season as well. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into the Mother Honestly podcast. If you want more relevant content for the ambitious mom, head on over to motherhonestly.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mother Honestly. Love our podcast? We want to hear from you please rate and review our podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We love growing at Mother Honestly and your reviews help us grow. Stay safe, 
Stay well and always stay ambitious.